whatever you do, in word or in deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Colossians 3.23 Good morning, everybody. Um, happy February 21st. Happy Monday morning. Um, welcome. Welcome to Gyro Ministries. My name is Brooke. I'm the host and founder of this podcast and ministry, and I'm so happy you're here today. Um, I apologize in advance for the frog in my throat. We are getting over a sickness that just went through our house. I might sound a little <laughs> congested, but um, anywho, <laughs> today we are continuing our Sermon on the Mount series. We are on week five, so we're going to look at lust today, and as well as a couple other um, places in the Bible that talk about lust, um, just to really give a little bit deeper meaning to what the scripture is saying here, because um, this was really confusing for me as I was reading it, and as I looked and studied a little bit more in some other parts of the Bible, I got to understand it a little bit better, what it was really saying. Um, <clears throat> yeah, but before that, guys, we are two weeks away from the opening of the Gyro Ministries store, which will be launching on March 7th, and there will be no episode that day, but um, the store will be launching, and there will be more information about that on our Instagram, which is just gyra underscore ministries underscore under over there. Um, I do my best to post every few days. Um, that does not always happen. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I believe that's all I have for you right now. Uh, without further ado, grab a coffee, grab your Bible, and let's get started. All right, so we're going to pick up in Matthew um, ver- chapter 5, verse 27 through 30. Let's read. You have heard that it was said, you shall not commit adultery. But I say to you that everyone who looks at a woman with lustful intent has already committed adultery with her in his heart. If your right eye causes you to sin, tear it out and throw it away. For it is better that you lose one of your members than that your whole body be thrown into hell. And if your right hand causes you to sin, cut it off and throw it away. For it is better that you lose one of your members than that your whole body go into hell. So, one of the things that stuck out to me right off the bat was the phrase, For it is better that you lose one of your members than that your whole body go into hell, was repeated verbatim twice. So it was said once, said again. Um, It was done so to emphasize the meaning, I believe. Um, So we can be like, this is serious. Because... Um, to make the point that sin is so severe that if one part of your body is causing you to stumble it it's time to cut it off really and um you know i i mean we we could expand that point to mean if something in your life is causing you to stumble it's time to cut it off cutting out the things that are causing you to stumble is commanded you we see here this is commanded from the lord um and just for the sake of transparency y'all lust is something that i really struggle with um i have struggled with lust my whole life um i've had a porn addiction um i'm very outspoken about that um and i have had masturbation issues um yeah a lot of lust problems i've had sex outside of marriage um 
So, I mean, in saying this, I'm not saying it to be, you know, degrading onto myself or um, you if you made the same, um, if you're in the same spot as I was or as I am still. I'm still, you know, going through all this stuff. Um, I am not arrived at all. Um, that if you're in the same spot, you are not alone. <laughs> Guys, this is a constant uphill battle that a lot of people never win. And, I mean, I've I've talked to several people that they say that um, the temptation never really goes away. But as you, you know, strengthen your faith muscle um, and you get stronger in the Lord, you're flesh will become weaker and weaker and you will have the ability to say no to those things um I'm still in the spot of you know strengthening my faith muscle and I find it really hard to say no to certain things um and I know that we've um we talked about um porn um quite a few a few episodes back um but I said it before I think I think I said in that episode and I'll say it again here um I fail more than I don't when it comes to cutting things out of my life and lust in general. Um, I fall into into temptation really, really easily. Um, and I'm still working on you know, identifying triggers um, for those things and then cutting off the triggers itself if I, if I can and setting up a system that um, I've had to get out of those things. Um, but you know, we're commanded here, um, by Jesus to cut the things out that are causing us to stumble. Um, and that could be literally anything I have found, like, at least in my own personal life, sometimes anything will cause you to, to lust or, yeah. Um, so just a few examples that I thought of and wrote down, um, this can be music. This can be books, um, like erotica and things like that, um, TV, um, sometimes people, um, and I'll get more into that in just a second, um, and social media. So people and social media kind of go hand in hand. So um, with social media, it has more to do with what are you using your social media to gain um who are you following on social media and um how are you using your your social media um so I have been trying to get into the habit of somewhat routinely going in and um I don't know what the best way to put this is um unfollowing certain accounts that um, I find art helping me in my, my walk with the Lord. And um, I've had to distance myself from several people in my in my life that were not helping me in my walk with the Lord. Um, some family members, um, some, you know, really, really good, um, some friends that I dearly loved, but they, I was, I had to say, you know, no, I can't, I can't. I can't sacrifice Jesus for this and making that decision and saying Jesus is more important is the hardest thing ever and I say no to Jesus and yes to the world way too often and that's how I find myself in porn addiction 
That's how I found I found myself in a lot of terrible situations that could have been avoided if I just chose Jesus. Um, so I really hope that I can convey some of this to you guys and be like, choose Jesus, because <laughs> he is so much better than anything the world has to offer. Um, but yeah, if we... So, back, kind of back, back to the text... Looking at a woman with lustful intent is adultery. And if we look at um, Exodus 20, verse 14, it says, You shall not commit adultery. And that's one of the Ten Commandments. And the, that, that was the first piece of the law the Ten, the ten Commandments were. Um, so the Torah um, is the first five, five books of the Bible, and in it were given the law. So that's Torah means law. So the first piece of the law is the Ten Commandments. And these were given to Moses on Mount Sinai, and then then they were given to the Israelites in the desert. So one of the commandments, one of the commands from God is you shall not commit adultery. And a lot of people meet, they take this to mean um, cheating on your spouse, um, looking at porn, um, some of this, all this stuff, and looking at a woman with, with lustful, looking at a woman, um, and I would argue, you know, looking at a person, you know, I know that a lot of my audience is female, looking at anyone with lustful intent is adultery. Now, what is a l- lustful intent? So, here's how I, I, I like to think of it. Everyone has their own, you know, little connotation to what lustful intent is. If I am looking at a person and the enemy starts to attack my mind with things that have to do with that person that are not from the Lord, um, and I somewhat play into those scenarios or whatever that are in my head, um, that the enemy is putting in my head, um, in my flesh, you know, um, that is lustful intent. Um, now we fight against, we fight not against, um, flesh and blood, but the spiritual places, and the enemy puts thoughts in our heads, um, and we have a responsibility to take our thoughts captive and say no, like, that's not honoring to the Lord, um, again, it's, it's so hard, y'all, I am so, I am so right in the thick of this, like, (laughs) And, um, again, I really hope you guys just know that you're not alone in this. Like, literally anyone, everyone has struggled with lust. Except Jesus, of course. He was the only perfect creation. Um, yeah. So, looking at a woman with lustful intent is already a sin, right? Like, looking at a person and being like, hmm, you know, you know what I mean? Um, that's already a sin, um, but something I wanted to kind of lead into was, this can also lead into other sin, other kind of sexual sin, so, porn, um, like, why did trafficking get started? Because people were looking at the people with lustful intent, and they wanted them for themselves. Like, that's a really, really bad definition, but that's the only one that I can give, so. (laughs) Um... This can lead, so, to porn, um, sex outside of marriage, um, masturbation, 
um, you know, sexual sins, right? Um, and so there is no sexual sin greater than another, right? Um, but, uh, again, we just see that the sin is so serious. And if you would like to know why the sin is so serious, one moment while I, um, turn to this verse in 1 Corinthians chapter 6, and we're going to look at verse 18, which talks about this very same thing that I wanted to kind of capitalize on really quickly, um, because I absolutely love this. I love Paul's letters. He's great. Um, okay, so this letter, so we're in 1 Corinthians, there's an entire section on sexual immorality and the command to flee sexual immorality, and... So, let's find verse 18. Flee from sexual immorality. Every other sin a person commits is outside the body. But sec- but se- la, 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 excuse me. <laughs> but the sexually immoral person sins against his own body, or do you not know that your spirit that, that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you, whom you have from God? You are not your own, for you were bought with a price. So glorify God in your body. Um, so I went, I went a little deeper. I went from, um, verse 18 through verse 20. So, as we talked about in my lust episode, my other lust episode, I guess, my modesty, lust, and temples episode, we talked a little bit about, um, this very same passage. Um, so, sexual immorality and, you know, lust, so lust, um, porn, um, you know, sex, sex, sex outside of marriage, masturbation, um, all these things, this is the only sin that we, we commit against ourselves, right? Um, every other sin we commit is outside our bodies, right? You know, if we lie, that's against God, obviously. Um, I don't know where I was going with that, (laughs) but that's outside our body. If we are, um, if we steal, that's outside of our body. If we, um, gosh, if we murder, that's outside, that's outside of our body. But, um, sexual morality and adultery and all this stuff, this is against our own body and our own flesh and blood. Um, and our bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit. And I've, I mean, I, this is kind of a mantra that I repeat to myself and it seems kind of harsh, um, but it really helped, it, it's really helping me, um, when it comes to lust and porn and masturbation, all these things that I, that I personally deal with, um, and it's, your body is a temple of the most high God, and how dare you defile the temple? Um, so temples back in, um, Bible times, this was like the place like, this is where people went to hear about God, to hear about Jesus. Um, I mean, I guess before Jesus came, they were talking about the Messiah, but they weren't really talking about Jesus because they weren't expecting Jesus to come the way he did. Um, the temples were the holiest places. And our bodies now get to be temples for the Holy Spirit. And before... God only resided in the Holy of Holies in the temple. So only the priests could even connect with God. 
right? But now we, we've been given the um, Holy Spirit, so we get to connect with them all the time. And so, or do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit within you, whom you have from God? You are not your own, for you were bought with a price. And then it says, so glorify God in your body. Really what it boils down to is, is this thought, you know, lustful intent, is this thought glorifying to God? Is what is happening in my body, because lust creates chemical stimulation in your brain, um, you know, dopamine, you know, the, the happy chemical, it's, it, it's in abundance, especially, um, when it comes to porn and masturbation, um, without getting too graphic, um, dopamine gets released in those moments, and, um, that leads to more addiction and just a, a downward spiral that can only be broken by the healing power of the Lord, of the Lord our God and salvation. And something I really wanted to point out and capitalize on is that, yes, these sins are terrible. And if you guys are in a place like I am, um, it is so bad. And it, it um, but Jesus gave us a way out. Like, we don't have to stay there. You know, and I've, you know, I've been clean from certain things, um, for a few weeks now, and I, that, I don't even know how, because my own flesh is, like, disgusting and gross, and, but somehow only thanks to God, glory only to God, I've been able to keep myself, I've been able to be clean, um, because I am a temple of the Holy Spirit now, that I'm saved, that, um, and again, you know, how dare you defile the temple of the Lord, and that sounds really harsh, but if you think about it, that's kind of true, because temples were meant to be reverent, were meant to be looked at with reverence, and were meant to be respected and kept pure and clean. Um, and again, guys, if you have committed these sins, if you're committing these sins, I am with you. Like, I... Gosh. I've, I've been clean from porn for probably three weeks. Just honest. Like, maybe a little bit longer than that. Not, but not, not by much. Maybe a month and a half. Um, and there is so much grace. You know, Levitic- Leviticus tells us that his mercies are new each morning. Right? So when, when, we, when we wake up in the morning, we can say, Okay, God, today I'm choosing to trust you. Today I'm choosing to put my faith in you. And today I'm choosing to keep myself pure. Now please help me. Um, and so I wanted to look at a couple more verses just really quickly. Um, so if we look at Mark, actually let's look at Colossians really quick. Colossians. 
if I knew where anything in my Bible was, that would make my life so much easier. Um, okay, just kidding. We're gonna look at Galatians. <laughs> um, because I didn't want to look at the Galatians, but I just found Galatians first. Um, so Galatians 5, 9. A little leaven leavens the whole lump. So, guess might know what I'm getting at with this. A little bit of lust will infect the whole body. Will affect the whole body. Because what happens when you start lusting? If you aren't disciplined and you don't say and you don't um you know say no and take your thoughts captive then lust can lead into porn which can lead into masturbation and you know sex outside of marriage and it 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 can create just this giant downward spiral and no, maybe it won't get that extreme with every situation, but it can. It has the... Lust is so evil. Um, you know, Satan's biggest attack is relationships. And lust affects relationships. Um, at least, I know personally, Just I'm just going to share a little bit of a personal backstory on this a little bit. Struggling with lust... I've struggled with lust since I was probably six years old. Um, so struggling with lust really affected the way that I view men, um, the way that I talk to men, the way that I interact with men, the way that I um, view marriage, um, things like that. And I'm still working through, you know, all of that. I have not nearly gotten to where I should be with that but um I wanted to just kind of encourage you in lust lust changes things lust affects everything in your brain um well lust I don't know if it affects everything it affects a large part of your brain and, again, a little leaven will affect the whole lump. You know how a couple weeks ago we were talking about salt and light, and a little bit of salt, everything around it absorbs the flavor of the salt? As followers of Jesus, um... We are supposed to live in such a way that the people around us can look at us and say, oh, there's something different about them. But, and I mean, I'm not saying this to say that we shouldn't have struggles. I mean, obviously, like, we all struggle. Um, And there's power in our testimony. So, if we're called to live in such a way that other people will look at us and say and want what we have... 
Um, there's, there's a great power in humility. And the world is not nice to the humble. Um, the world is full of pride. The world is full of just nasty, evil things. And when people look at someone who is humbling themselves and, you know, coming... You know, when, when someone asks you for advice, okay, let's just... When someone asks you for advice and you... And, you know, you can put away your own, like, I have to guard myself. I have to defend myself. And I struggle with this, too. I struggle with this really a lot. And you can say, yeah, I struggle. Like, you know, I'm right where you are. I've been where you are. You know, I am where you are. You know, what what have you. There is great power in that. Um, in encouraging one another. And in showing people, you know, it's okay to be vulnerable. And... Again, I am still learning this. I have a very hard time being vulnerable. Um, yeah. <laughs> and then... Let's look at a couple more, more scriptures. Let's look at Mark 7. That is Old Testament. Where the heck are you going, Brooke? Mark chapter 7, verse 20 through 23, reads, And he said, this is, I want to say Jesus? I think so. Um, what comes out of a person is what defiles him. For from within, from out of the heart of man, come evil thoughts, sexual immorality, theft, murder, adultery, coveting, wickedness, deceit, sensuality, slander, envy, pride, foolishness. All these evil things come from within and they defile a person. Um, so, again, lust comes. So lust, sexual immorality, lust, it comes from within and it is an outward reflection of the heart. Um, it's a heart issue. And this can only be dealt with by Jesus, by the conviction of the Holy Spirit, by accepting the Lord's discipline and really leaning into his grace when it comes to that. Um, I'm still learning that myself, that, like, it's okay. You can you can be vulnerable with the one who made you, you know. He he knows you better than you could ever imagine that you know yourself. Um, yeah. I don't know, this whole thing is making me smile, because God's grace is so good. And... I know in my own life, like, just the things that I've been brought through are, it's, it's crazy. Our God is so good. Um, so, I'm gonna try to find, I don't know where Colossians is. I, I should have marked this before I started recording, but I didn't. <laughs> I should probably do that next week, though. All right. There we are. Okay. So Colossians 3 verse 5. Therefore put to death um, what is earthly in you. 
yeah sexual immorality impurity passion evil desire and covetousness which is idol which is idolatry on account of these the wrath of god is coming so this is saying guys have nothing to do with these things and if we look um above at verse two it says set your mind on things that are above not on things are on earth for you have died and your life is hidden with christ and god when christ who is your life appears then you will also appear with him in, in glory so to set your mind on things above is um i've had several people describe this to me as think about what god would think about isn't that cool that we, we can think about things that God would think about? <laughs> or we can, you know, try to. Um, and again, this only happens through Jesus. Jesus is the ultimate way to this. And I have tried to do it on my own. And it does not work. <laughs> Super bad. Um, we have the ability to say no. We have the ability to overcome sexual immorality and lust through the power of the Holy Spirit working in our lives. The flesh is evil. But Jesus isn't. And I am so encouraged by this message um because lust is something that's really prevalent in our culture today just everywhere you see it's just it's just blatant sex and everywhere and um it gives me hope that we can we as followers of christ can think on things that are of christ and we don't have to fall into sexual sin um Although it is very hard sometimes. Um, yeah. Um, I'm going to pray this out, you guys. And um, yeah, I hope you guys have just the most amazing week ever. And I, I hope this message was edifying to you in some way. Um, yeah. Um so let's pray and then let you guys get back to your week Lord thank you for your people thank you that um, we have the power to overcome lust thank you Lord that you've given us your word thank you that we now know that sin and um, lust is so severe that um, we are to cut off the things that cause us to stumble. Lord, I pray that um, we would not leave this episode the same. But I pray that your um, Holy Spirit would just fill the heart of myself and um, my sweet brother or sister on the other side of this device, Lord. Um, I pray that you would just fill them and give them the most amazing week ever, Lord. Um, yeah. Um, we love you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen.
Alright, you guys, I love you. I am so happy that you joined me today. And if you feel like joining me next week, um, we'll be talking about oaths and promises. And, um, yeah. I am so blessed that you joined me here on my little corner of the internet to, um, spread the word of God. Um, yeah, I'm so happy and so blessed for the little community that I built. <laughs> well, not, not that I built, that the Lord has built. Again, slowly to glory, yeah. Glory to God alone. Alright, you guys, I will see you next week. Bye, guys.